dig. Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, I think it's just because he oozes charisma. We're not doing Apology Amati cast right now. What's in the fucking box? Cliff Booth, man. Coolest fucking dude ever. But does he seem more like a Bucky Barnes? Hey, what's up all you listeners out there? Hope everyone's having a great day. Welcome back to the Things We Dig podcast. As always, I'm the other Chris. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's Dave. What up, my friends? It's Chris Fig. What do you dig? Welcome back. This is Steve. What's up, y'all? It's Alex. Uh, over this past week, I kind of talked with the guys on the pod since it was my turn to pick the theme, and we decided to do a deep dive on our man, Brad Pitt, probably one of the greatest actors of our generation. Uh, but before we get into that, I think our man, Dave, has a little bit of dirt for us to dig into. Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, I do. Dig it up. I was just... Uh, cruising along the internet here guys and i found a little bit of a strange article it's about people are stealing legos nowadays one guy even thinks there's like an international uh gang of people doing it there's a high demand for legos out there especially in the pandemic times we live in pandemic times indeed you said a black market of legos son yeah i mean i guess just on the black market in general people are willing to pay damn that that old school Millennium Falcon, man, <laughs> is worth like God knows how much now. The first one. And you think these days people are probably selling them and then like hawking them on offer up and shit like that. I'm really curious of what the black market for Legos looks like. Like, is it, <laughs> are you in an alleyway and you're like, hey man, uh, you got my stuff? And, you know, guy pops open a trunk and just has like a tub full of Legos. He's like, ah. <laughs> The good stuff. I know, for real. Your <laughs> ABS plastic for you, bro. You think it's the good stuff and it's knockoff? These are fucking connects. <laughs> yeah. They have knockoff uh, Legos. I don't know. There's connects. There's, um, Dude, there's a Chinese company called Lepin, and they make exact copy of Lego sets, but they're just not as great quality, and they're like uh, a quarter of the price. So, yeah, people do uh, try to pass those off as a real yeah. thing all the time. Hey, man, these are Lepins. Blocks, right? I mean, they're blocks. <laughs> This is Lepin, son. I can just imagine a, a Scarface type of uh, individual, just really rich guy with a bunch of Legos on his desk. <laughs> he like does, you know, Scarface like sniffs the cocaine, but he's sniffing the Legos and just putting it to his face. It's like, ooh. Just raining it down on himself. <laughs> I was, ooh. A couple of them fell on the floor, so when he goes to get up, he's just like, fuck! Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, got it! It hurts so good. That shit's wild. What, who, was, who was bringing it up earlier when we weren't recording that some people were doing some fucked up shit with legos oh yeah um so we were talking earlier about this before the pod and i've read an article as well that people will go buy lego sets open them at home and take like the rare and expensive minifigures out of them seal them back up and return them so like that shit goes back on the shelf and then like a kid buys it and goes home and doesn't have all the stuff in the set and has to go exchange it i'm like that's so fucked up man like stealing directly (laughs) from children i hope that person when they die they have a special place in hell where they have to walk across a room for Legos barefooted. <laughs> oh man! Hey, well, you guys, <laughs> you guys all never. Eternity. You guys never know, all right. One kid's uh, less Lego could be another kid's food on his table from his dad. 
stealing Legos, all right, <laughs> to make ends meet. So. Uh, well, it's no joke, man. We got to save some kids. <laughs> when you put it that way, Dave, nah, still, fuck them, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do you guys even use Legos? I only use Legos as a kid for like home security after I watch like Home Alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And marbles, too, marbles. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's dad's just stepping on all this shit growing up. <laughs> God damn it, Steven. It's like throwing <laughs> paint cans down the stairs. <laughs> Like, I'm up here, you horse's ass. Like, <laughs> did this movie. He has the inflatable guy in the shower. <laughs> no, I love Legos, but um, for the reason they're in the black market is I don't have a lot because they are fucking expensive. I guess I don't buy them. I waste money on something else. Uh, I wish I was lying when I said that I'm sitting next to a closet full of thousands of dollars <laughs> oh. with the Star Wars theme Legos. I, I wish you shit. could... Uh, like MTV Cribs tour tour us right now, bro, because it is <laughs> it is pretty cool for the listeners out there. He's pretty dope. My wife thinks I'm crazy. The <laughs> only Legos I own, I was actually gifted to them by you, Chris. It was a Star Wars Lego set. sits on my my desk. I think that's the only time I've ever put, in the box. No, it's actually put, <laughs> it's actually it's actually put together. Ah, oh, that lost resale value, bro. Yeah, I lost so much value. <laughs> you can't sell that on the Brack market now, bro. Whoa, <laughs> Alex knows an awful lot about these prices. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you were quick to jump in on that, man. Yeah, fucked up, bro. <laughs> Look, he's got like a TV behind him, some music equipment. He's, just, <laughs> yeah. he's got the oh, whole yeah. black market, dude. Like, is that oh, is that God. are those some new headphones, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> oh shout out to bobby b and the lego black market <laughs> yeah shout out to legos man i fucking love you guys they are they are dope and there's uh mario i noticed in the target aisle they got a, always harry potter and stuff but they started to release uh mario super mario themed ones oh that's cool yeah maybe something new's coming out i don't know so they're gonna start stealing that and watch out <laughs> yeah they're going to start and i'm just like <laughs> alex is running he, we just found the head of the international ring guys accent, so. he's, he, he's like we're gonna uh, they are gonna start selling them on the black market <laughs> fuck selling spleens and kidneys right <laughs> those blocks son all right guys so to get it started with our old brad pitt deep dive i thought maybe we could all talk about our first interactions with him or your first memories with old brad pitt uh, for me, the first thing I can remember that really sticks out, of course, I'm sure for a lot of us as well, is Fight Club uh, in junior high school that came out and me and my friends absolutely loved it, man. I don't know how you couldn't as a young lad. I probably shouldn't have been allowed to watch it at that <laughs> age, but it was amazing. And me and my friends even had a Fight Club in the front yard where we would wrestle each Ooh. other and thought we were so cool. <laughs> it's like touch, touch fighting, right? Like just tapping. Yeah, it was like, you know, nothing crazy. 11-year-olds <laughs> fucking wrestling in the grass. So your uncle's just like orchestrating it, letting you guys just beat the shit out of each other. Oh man, this is when your parents are not home. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah dude. Getting into trouble. Dude, I'm honestly just thinking right now, and I've been thinking, I don't recall the first like memories I really have of Brad Pitt, but I just like earlier on, like just how Chris was saying, dude, Fight Club, of course, without a doubt was probably one of the first things I ever saw Brad Pitt in. But I was also going to bring up the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith. For whatever reason, that movie Mm. just sticks out in my mind too. Still not as old, but but definitely Fight Club was the first like sick movie where I saw Brad Pitt in it and realized that this guy was a great actor and it was just a sick-ass movie. I mean, I'm sure I probably had mock Fight Clubs as well with with people, but... Yeah, definitely Fight Club was a very memorable one, but not my first interaction with him. 
I'm going to take it way, way back. Some of you might not know this movie, but it was a movie called Cool World. And it's about uh, Brad Pitt. And it's a Roger Rabbit type of movie. He's like a secret like detective. And he's Ooh. in this like animation world. But I remember being a kid and I'm thinking it was a cartoon. So I'm watching my family and it's pretty, I'd say, racy. And my dad and my mom were like, oh, like, this is not a cartoon movie. You can't watch this leave. I remember stealing because we had rented it for, you know, from Blockbuster, sneaking the VHS and watching it myself. And it's totally an adult movie. It's kind of like I said, like Roger Rabbit, but probably like R-rated. But that's the first time I remember it. I don't really remember being like, oh, that's Brad Pitt. I just remember like the cartoon aspect of it. Then, of course, later on in life, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot that was Brad Pitt in that movie. So, uh, yeah, that's my first interaction with Mr. Pitt. Nice. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie, but I'll have to, have to check that out now. Kind of similar to Dave. I, don't, I can't really recall a first uh, memory of Brad Pitt, but I remember like being at video time. There's always these movies with Brad Pitt, but I would never watch them like 12 Monkeys or uh, Legends of the Fall or uh, Some Years in Tibet. Uh, but mine was probably after Fight Club. And in 2001, there was a movie Spy Game with uh, Robert Redford. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Okay. okay. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Now. And also the same year was Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. And that was probably my first yeah. real clear memory of watching a Brad Pitt movie. Spy Game, man. That was crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's really good. I definitely am going to agree. I was probably going to say Fight Club, but also Ocean's Eleven, like Steve said. I think maybe just being from Vegas, and I think the first one took place in Vegas. Now I'm second guessing it, but uh, I love that heist style movie and, and just him and and um, and all the other guys, George Clooney and stuff. Really, really was just like a fun thing. I think I remember seeing that. So 2001, what that was? Uh, shit, man. Middle school for sure again. Yeah, middle school. Uh huh. Yeah, that and uh, Fight Club definitely stand out. And uh, one more, but we'll talk about that later. So, fellas, why do you think Brad Pitt is just so good and he rarely misses in his movies? Even if it's maybe not the greatest movie, he himself is always top-notch in it. So why do you guys think that is? I think it's just because he oozes charisma, man. Like, he always just seems so suave in everything that he does. Like, it doesn't ever seem like he's trying. And even though he's such a big actor, like, when I see him in a role, I'm not always like, oh, that's Brad Pitt. Like, he really, he's just so, the way he does it makes me believe that he is that character in, like, everything that he does and mm-hmm. draws you into it. Which, some other big-name actors, you see him in something, like, people who are kind of cheesy or like, The Rock or something. And you're like, oh, you're in all this stuff, but you're just, you, I see you. I don't see the character that I'm watching where it's complete opposite with Brad Pitt. It's funny like you say that because earlier on like back in the day for whatever reason I feel like I felt like that I was like he's probably he's not a good actor just because you'd see him in so much stuff I figured he was just like the go-to guy or whatever and I was like yeah he's probably not good and then when I did actually get a little older and start watching his films Mm -hmm. I was like damn this guy actually is a legitimate actor big time and maybe he started off being just a pretty face but I mean there's a lot of early movies like in the 90s early 90s where you watch them now you're like oh shit like I thought Brad Pitt was just a pretty face but he's a really great emotional actor too you know I'm not sure if he's a method actor but I feel like like you're saying Chris he really dives into the part he's playing and I feel like he does it so nonchalant too he's just like again we've said this before but he's just like so fucking like cool what about you Steve what are your thoughts on that yeah pretty pretty much just echo what you guys say uh of course I mean if this guy looks like who's who's bad looking 
Uh, <laughs> Polly Shore. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> this guy, yeah, this guy looked like uh, Polly Shore. <laughs> Polly Shore was cool, right? He was cool back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Paul Giamatti, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe we're not we're not doing a Paul Giamatti cast right now, but Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, I would, but he was a great <laughs> he was a great actor. But isn't it kind of funny now oh, that yeah. you said that? I was imagining like Paul Giamatti just in all of those uh, Brad Pitt roles. <laughs> I wonder what that movie would be <laughs> oh, like. God. Like there's always in, in his in the earlier movies, I would say there's always like a reason for him to like take his shirt off. Like, all right, we get it. He's ripped. But could you imagine like Paul Giamatti? Like, <laughs> oh, like I got, I got wet in the river. Let me take my shirt off. Just hairy nipples and oh, he's got a Paul Giamatti and fucking Fight Club. <laughs> I can just hear him screaming right now. I thought that movie, and I haven't seen it, but the one with him and uh, the Malcolm in the Middle guy, and he like he turns all blue. Oh, blue yeah. I don't know what that is either. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it worth watching? Uh, big, big Fat, fat liar. liar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew somebody here saw it. Um, yeah, anyways, so just, that's a good example. So you take Paul Giamatti, a good actor, <laughs> and he has a role like Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man 2, and it, it's pretty bad, right? But he's a good actor. But if you, if you switch that and put Brad Pitt in that role, even though it's cheesy, I'm sure I'm going to like it. Oh, you already, yeah. it already sounded cool. Yeah. Deadpool 2, he was in it for like five <laughs> seconds. You're like, what? That's fucking Brad Pitt. I want to see I more know. of him. I know, right? for real. What that if is Brad crazy. Pitt was Deadpool, you know? <laughs> huh? That's one role I, I'm i not sure he would be able to accomplish. Ryan Reynolds just... No. But I would say with Brad Pitt too, uh, again, I, I don't know this for sure, but he just seems like a really chill... He seems like he'd be easy to work with. I don't feel like he'd have an ego, even though he is like really famous, cool, handsome. I, I still feel like he might be a down to earth guy. I mean, his yeah. uh, his Oscar speech when he won, you know, for the best supporting actor, I feel like he was just a genuine dude. Like, I won, I generally am, am excited and humble and happy. So maybe it's that's a, why he has the longevity that he ha- he's had. Yeah, he's the man. I mean, I want to say how you think some actors kind of like put out how they act or like one trick pony type <laughs> situations. Um, <laughs> The but, way uh, you worded that at first, man, I, had <laughs> I like was like thinking while I said it. Some basically, put out, <laughs> you know, when they act and put out, uh, you know, because they got to make it big, you know. But basically, a lot of his roles, he is that cool, laid back guy. He's just like chill, ladies man, not disrespectful. Makes me think like that bleeds out who he truly is. I'm sure he's kind of a rich asshole sometimes, but uh, for the most part, I bet he's cool. It's like you never really hear any bad stories about him. You know what I mean? And he's been in Hollywood for a, f- a very Dude, long yeah. time. If so. anything, it's it's fucking drama between him and whoever he's dating. Like Jennifer, they're like, Jennifer and Brad splitting. How upset they're like, <laughs> so upset about that forever, dude. Remember? Oh, yeah. And that would remember. suck to be as famous as him. Like, breakups and relationships and shit are always so hard to navigate out for people like us. And then to have everyone in the world judging you and throwing your opinion in, you like, God damn oh, it. Oh, man. Fuck that. I saw a story on, um, I think it was on his podcast on hot boxing with Mike Tyson, or it might have just been like when he was on someone else's, but he had come home when he was, uh, who was his wife? She was like the, she won like the beauty pageant and shit. I forget. 
but he Brad came Pitt. home. Oh, yeah, no, no, Mike Tyson. Like Mike Tyson oh. came back and Brad Pitt was like in bed with her or something. Ooh. I forget how the story completely goes. I think he's like, we had been done like up to this point and stuff and whatever. But could you imagine? I'm sure Brad Pitt oh. probably was shitting himself. Hopefully Mike Tyson <laughs> was like, I like you, so I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> it was honestly something like that. Like at the end, the whole moral like of the story was just him being cool. What year stuff, do you think it was? Do you, do you remember? Did it say? 90s, like early uh, 90s. 90s maybe he could have hopped in with them dude mike tyson's a freak. <laughs> he's like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity dude <laughs> this gorgeous young man's gonna be famous <laughs> that's ultimate that's my question now gentlemen would you <laughs> just, <laughs> have a three-way with brad Pitt. <laughs> i mean i'm just gonna keep my trend on the pod going and say hell yeah brother <laughs> <laughs> so that's one yes we're all not saying it, but I'm pretty sure it's five yeses, man. <laughs> Our ladies are like, yes, yes. Yes, please. Yeah. God, God yes. Yes. I'm like, oh, take it easy. Um, just to keep the Brad talk rolling, gentlemen, I'm really curious to see what your guys' all-time favorite Brad movie is. So the Pitmaster has a lot of great ones. And we're going we're gonna to ask Christopher over here. I, uh, I went back and forth on this for a long time, but I think for me, it's going to be Snatch, man. I oh. absolutely love that movie and the character he played and the way he did it. I haven't really seen anyone else do something like that successfully before or after. I just fucking loved it. I like digs. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up Took me by that. surprise. I'm going to throw out, like Chris was saying, just mulling it over in my head way too much. There's a few on my list, but... I'm going to narrow it down to Fight Club. Solid pick, man, for Solid. sure. I knew someone was going to take that for sure. That was like one of mine. So I was like, I'm going to go I'm go a different route with this. Mm -hmm. Both Fight Club and Snatch, dude. Great movies. I actually uh, revisited Snatch for this pod for a Brad Pitt movie. But my number one is the movie Fury. Oh. Did I instantly, you know, when you, you watch a movie and just like the first five minutes you're watching it, you instantly know, like, I'm going to love this movie. And it being Brad Pitt, I just felt like, like he just really owned that role and really felt like an actual person living in that war. And yeah, I mean, it was just a yeah. fantastic movie, fantastic cast, Brad Pitt leading the way. So yeah, my number one is Fury. Cool. That is underrated, bro. I have it on DVD. It's good. I was considering Fury. Uh, Fig, you, you switched. You did it all. I did. Uh, but my number one, I was uh, struggling to choose as well. Um, but I got to go with the coolest. I know he's really cool in Fury. But my number one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mr. Hell Cliff. yeah, man. I love Mr. that. That is, a great, that is a great movie. Cliff Booth, man. Coolest fucking dude ever. For real. <laughs> it was. He is a cool ass dude. And, and his dog was pretty badass too. I'm so fucking happy you guys didn't pick mine. Um, you guys all slept on this one, dude. That dark ass scary ass movie bro with morgan freeman so oh, like oh uh, yeah for sure Another Fight great club film. but uh. seven is also one of those kind of classic just scary movies man uh kevin spacey and morgan freeman and it was just it was definitely a scary movie like it wasn't like oh i love this but it freaked me the fuck out and then what's we in the know, box yeah exactly <laughs> what's in the fucking box <laughs> so Dude, that ending scene, especially with Kevin Spacey, man, dude, he's a fucking weirdo in that movie. But yeah. Brad Pitt just owned that scene along with Kevin Spacey too. And yeah, man, solid pick for sure. Scene is great. Yeah, seven's good. That was my number one until up until this morning. Oh, nice. <laughs> 
Yeah, see, it was funny. I initially had Inglorious Bastards, but then mm-hmm. I rewatched Fury. I was like, God damn it. Inglorious Bastards is amazing, but Fury, I felt like he owned that role. Where Inglorious Bastards, he, it's a Tarantino movie, so it's definitely filled with a huge cast. So he kind of, he's the, I would say he's the main, you know, actor in that movie, but he still kind of shares a spotlight a lot. And then, yeah, Fury for me just had to just switch it. I think, honestly, Minutes before the, the pod, I was like, I think I'm, I'm going to go with Fury. <laughs> the cast of Fury is, is really good, too. The, his supporting supporting cast. Oh, yeah, big time. There's a bunch of good good names there. Yeah, that was an amazing movie because I love war movies and especially World War II movies. And I don't think anyone's really done a tank movie successfully like that. So it was Mm-mm. so cool to see, not just another you know infantry-based one. And a lot of it took place in like one area, right? They were kind of stranded in, in a spot. So that's hard to pull off, too. Yeah, and just super intense, man. I mean, not to give any spoilers away, but just the end scene, heartbreaking, very heartbreaking. Yeah. All right, well, guys, so that's those are our number one picks. So let's say we had a, not a definitive list, but a, a rankings maybe of our, those are our top five. So how about we make a top 10 and we each, let's nominate one more movie for that list. Maybe no particular order. Okay. Ooh, I got to go with Troy. Why, why are you choosing Troy? Um, I just remember watching it a ton as it came out when I was like, I don't know, freshman or something, maybe in high school. And just the way your mind thinks of that time in life, he was just a badass warrior. You know what I mean? And it was a cool story that a lot of people knew and great fight That's scenes, great production, cinematography, everything about it was just uh, an awesome movie. Awesome action adventure movie. Yeah. That opening scene where the little boy goes to find him. And of course he's Brad Pitt. So he's just laid up with like two to three but naked women, he wakes up and he's like, oh, he's such a big guy. Like, I'm paraphrasing. He's like, I wouldn't want to fight him. And Brad Pitt just being a badass, he's like, and that's why no one will remember your name. And the little kid's <laughs> yeah, like, dude. he's like, fuck, a simple no would have been fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the opening scene and that big ass dude and he just that quick fucking sidestep. Boom. Euro oh, step that motherfucker, dude. dude. And he's just he like deep. to the opposing army. He's like, is there nobody else? Like a badass. And they're like, fuck, dude, I don't want to mm-hmm. fight this guy. He just killed our best fighter. Yeah. And you know, that guy was like ridiculous on their side. They all were like, he's going to fuck him up. There's oh, no way yeah. he can lose. <laughs> and then the like, yeah, just uh, one like swift little move, man. Yeah. He did that little like just the way he moves, you know, was really cool. Even when Broke he fought Hector ankles. too. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. the quintessential role you see in a movie where you're like, I want to be that guy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The second movie that I'm going to nominate, which I'm sure everybody has it, or maybe it should at least make the list, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yes, oh, man. I Absolutely. Just, I just remember seeing the scene for like the trailer for the when it was uh, whenever the first trailer was released. I think it says 2009. This movie mm-hmm. came out. But yeah, man, this is just like an all-time great fucking film. Even with even without if you took Brad Pitt's character out of it, you know, but Oh yeah. How everything you guys had been saying about him just uh who was saying it earlier? Gorlami. <laughs> Gorlami. 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 Yeah, I, I was gonna say Inglorious Bastards. Another one I would say, you guys had mentioned it and I just watched it was Ad Astra, man. Dude, amazing movie, man. Cinematography. It's it's definitely a slow burning type of movie, but I definitely would uh throw Ad Astra in there, man. Such a phenomenal Dude. film. Tommy Lee Jones is his dad in that movie. Although they said it was a slow burn, bro, I felt like I disagreed. I was like, we're going into it thinking it was going to be a slow burn. But for me, it wasn't. It was like 
Yeah, there's some intense scenes for sure. Yeah, it was like perfect. But I do see you saying it being slower. Um, but man, that shit was that yeah, was highly crazy. underrated. Yeah, I would say not to you know derail it too much. Similar to the movie The Revenant, where Leonardo DiCaprio is not saying a whole lot. I think with Ad Astra, similar Brad Pitt, he doesn't say a whole lot in the movie. But just yeah. man, how am I so intrigued with this character? And he, you know, it's kind of a moody, sort of somber type of character. But I'm mm-hmm. still really intrigued into it. So yeah, Ad Astra is my pick. That is a good one. Uh, I'm gonna take the next one just because I'm. I don't want it to be taken, but I'm going to go uh, with Moneyball. Ooh. And this is, a, this is a movie where I thought, wow, this guy is a, you know, just a, not just a good, uh, good-looking dude, but a really good actor. Uh, kind of more low-key character, and just you can connect with him. And it's about baseball. We love baseball. So, yeah, good all-around movie for sure. Aaron Sorkin screenplay. That's the, yeah. that's the movie that's on my list of brad pitt movies i haven't seen that i've heard are amazing movies man oh. i've never seen it i've always heard great things about it though mm-hmm. dude that's right. also the movie where your boy jonah hill kills it as an mm-hmm. actor and it's one of those things just like brad pitt where you're like oh you're not just comedic power you you kill it man yeah i think that was like his first like real i'm sure he might have had a few other serious roles before that but that was like the breakout one no doubt for jonah Hill. Yeah, definitely man. a turning point in jonah hill's career yeah that's crazy if I were to pick a movie, and you guys all said great ones, but I think Interview with a Vampire um, is actually pretty underrated. It was, maybe it's not underrated. We just haven't watched it all. But uh, Tom Cruise is in that, and it's just like that classic old school homie bites Brad Pitt, and they live this crazy vampire life, dude, throughout <laughs> decades of decades of time, and shit gets weird in the end. But uh, it's a good story. Yeah. Classic Brad Pitt. I would say as iconic roles go for Brad Pitt, we all said some. I would think that one, just because it was early on in his career too as well, I wouldn't say that was like a super iconic role for him. For me growing up being like, oh, I know Brad Pitt. Oh, I know he's in this movie, The Interview for a Vampire. Even though I hadn't seen it yet as a kid, mm-hmm. I knew I was like, oh, Brad Pitt's a star. Kind of because of this movie too, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, man, another good pick. Um Another, did you guys ever see, I was just scrolling through his um, IMDb and this was a film. I actually watched it when I was in Russia, but it's called Babel. Do you guys remember that one, man? Yes. Yeah. That was a crazy movie too. That was um, very like a thriller, man, for sure. It was intense. Like they're in like war-torn countries and stuff. Yeah. Just the way they shot it too and stuff was pretty interesting. So I'll ask this question because Babel is on my list of like you had mentioned, Dave, movies of Brad Pitt that I want to watch, but I haven't yet seen. Um, how about you, fellas? Do you guys have any Brad Pitt movies that's on your list, but you just haven't had a chance to see it? Uh, the one you are actually talking about earlier, Ad Astra. It was a toss-up for me. We all picked a movie to watch, and uh, that almost was the one I picked, but I didn't. And now hearing you talk about it, I'm going to move it up my must-watch list. Same here. Um, I actually just watched Moneyball for the first time, man. Ooh. It was... I. I'm not huge into baseball, so I don't know. That's just maybe why it didn't catch me when it first came out. But god damn, did I miss out. That movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't really know about the whole story of the Oakland A's thing after that. So I kind of did a little, you know, internet deep dive into it afterward. And it's pretty fascinating in and of itself. So yeah, I would give that movie game, uh, like four and a half, five scoops maybe, man. It was great. <laughs> that was good. I want to see, I mean, I definitely want to talk about a movie I recently saw with Brad Pitt. But also, I really want to see that movie 
that you brought up, Fig? Mad World? Or what was it called? Uh, it's called Cool World. When you brought that up, dude, that's when I... I've never seen it, but I did see like an other YouTube video about that and how it was like around the same time, as you said, as uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. But it looked like a fucking crazy movie, dude, from the clips that they showed in the video that I watched. A movie that I, I was going to watch, I started to watch, but I didn't have enough time to finish. Uh, it says Brad Pitt, but I didn't make it to Brad Pitt yet is The Big Short. Oh, okay. yeah. Adam McKay movie. And so far, uh, Christian Bale, I'll tell you, is amazing in that. Really? I want to watch that. And Steve Carell's in there, right? Yeah, also him. Adam oh, yeah. McKay movie. That's oh. the one about the housing market collapse in 2008? Right, right. Okay. That was a great movie. Damn. I thought okay. of that as like a Wolf of Wall Street, but with the housing market. That was my impression from watching it, too. Yeah. So they fucking do some shady shit. All right, fellas. So I have a question. If Brad Pitt was to enter either the MCU or the DC Universe comic book world, what character could you see him playing? Uh, for me, I think it would have to be a toss-up between the Sentry or Adam Warlock. Ooh. I think he could play either one of those really well, uh, and he's got the look for both of them, too. Yeah, I know his name was tossed around a lot for, for Adam Warlock, and I honestly think he'd kill it as Adam Warlock. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if we bring back... Uh, Green Lantern or Fantastic Four, he would be a great Mr. Fantastic. Ooh, Reed Richards? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he could kill it in that role too. If they want to try it again. But throw Bad Pitt in the mix, man. It's already a good movie. I would say maybe in his younger years, I could potentially see him playing Aquaman too, man. A blonde version of Aquaman. Um, What about not Aquaman, but Namor? Namor too, yeah. Because he's a little bit older and he's also got like the goatee and everything. So I, I've seen a lot of that? people throw Namor around online. He's a like a villain, quite, not quite a villain, but a nemesis of, of Aquaman's. Okay. Also a person under the water and stuff. And he have his shirt off the whole time. You know, we all want to see that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, with Brad. It's Brad. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Yeah, for real. Come on. It's Brad. What about <laughs> what about Thor? I've seen like if, if the Avengers were in the 90s and Brad Pitt was, they photoshopped, you know, a bunch of 90s actors over you know who's the current mcu and oh yeah yeah dude just take him and troy and give him a hammer or what if he even played like an old man thor oh yeah yeah i can see see uh, uncle i would much prefer brad pitt as a uh, captain america over uh, chris evans yeah i was thinking captain america he could even pull that one off for sure too dude damn i felt like chris evans was like was captain america but does he seem more like a Bucky Barnes type of type of you know like villain, torn, anger issues, sexy, <laughs> just like, smoldering, smoldering. I could see him playing. <laughs> Playing a Winter Soldier, Bucky. Um, yeah, I'm with Chris on this one. I mean, though, I think Brad Pitt would kill it as Captain America. I don't know. I just think Chris Evans just. I do like Chris Evans. So well. Yeah, I mean, Chris Evans was okay. Oh wow! wow. I think you're just Haters familiar with Chris Evans. <laughs> I think a good old classic American boy. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Brad Pitt, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> he could be that uh captain america who who was the guy that they tried to have play him afterwards what do they call him oh uh, uh usa a- agent agent yeah he had some anger issues yeah i mean whoever he plays <laughs> man i i wouldn't mind seeing brad pitt in the comic book world man i think he'd kill it in any role he played i have seen people saying he got cast as hyperion which i'm not even really familiar with that mcu character too much but i've seen a, a lot of uh, talk online that he would play that role in an upcoming film i mean i definitely could see him doing some stuff 
He did pop up for a, a split second as the Vanisher in Deadpool. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that was died. such a great appearance, dude. Yeah. So, so funny. I guess Hyperion's like MCU's version of a Superman type character. So oh, okay. interesting. All right. Well, Brad, if you're going to enter the comic book world, I fucking will be in the seat to watch you play. <laughs> <laughs> he could be Astro Boy. Please take your shirt off. <laughs> it's shirtless Astro Boy. Dude, even in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, man, dude, he's he's up there in age. I'm not quite sure. He's, I'd say, in his mid-50s, right? Yeah, he's got to be 50s. Dude, still in great fucking shape, man. It's what drinking baby blood will do for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was born in uh, 1963, so. Oh, 50, shit. 57 or so, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey, but um, I don't think we really talked about it that much. But that movie really is amazing, man. I was uh, late to the game with it. When I was sick with COVID, it just randomly came on. So I was like, oh, I've heard great things about this. And I watched it. Such a fucking good movie, man. I couldn't believe mm-hmm. it. I was blown away. Yeah. You talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, even though we all know Brad Pitt is aging like a fine wine, time moves on. So it's time for our next uh, segment. Let's do it. <laughs> It's time, y'all. No more two-second tunes right now. Um, We're going to switch it up. We're going to do the quote game. And not our quotes. We're going to listen to some of Brad's quotes. Ooh. So this could be extremely easy, but it's going to be fun. And that's all that matters. So I'm going to play a quick snippet of a quote from a movie. You guys can guess the movie. If you want to guess the scene, go for it. If you guess his name in the movie you win the game or you get oh. a lot of points because that's that's pretty good. I wouldn't say win the game. Maybe you guys can get that. You win the game or just get a shit ton of points, either one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we'll start it out um, with a movie from Brad Pitt. All right, let's yeah. do it. Round one. As a bushwhacking gorilla army, we're going to be doing bastards. one thing and one thing only. Killing Nazis. Killing yeah. Nazis. Aldo, Aldo Apache. Aldo Apache. Yeah, it was Brad Pitt. There we go. Dude, that's so funny. Shout out to my bro. That is his name on Instagram. Yeah. I think, man. So I was like, oh, that that connects now. Oh, I never put that together. Yeah, Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Now we know. We got to see. What up, Jerry? Uh, Nicely done. All right, round two, guys. We'll keep it rolling. You know, that's not my car. That's my boss's car. That's yeah, once upon a time uh, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh. oh, that was like a. And that's a, a Spawn Ranch scene. Nicely done. Yeah. What gave it away? What What gave it away to you guys? Was it the music? That's no, my boss's was, car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> as soon yeah, as we talked Rick about Dalton's boss's car. car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Curious. Right before he just punches that hippie in the face and makes <laughs> makes him change the tire. That's Damn, a great scene. I'm glad I picked it. Nice job. Three guys, three-way, four-way tie, if you want to say it. Three-way. Three-way with Brad Pitt, guys. <laughs> are, we back, are we back on that talk? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to get off it when we're talking about him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, nicely done, dudes. You guys, you guys got a lot of points for that one. So Third round, stepping it up. You won't have eyes tonight. You won't have ears or a tongue. Oh, that's Troy. Ooh. Oh, damn good. Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was a solid pause dude, right there. That's a great, yeah. That movie is fucking good, man. Yeah. Here, he says his name right here. You will wander the underworld blind, deaf, and dumb, and all the dead will know. This is Hector. 
fool who thought he killed Achilles. Oh, yeah. Mic drop. Mic drop. Spear drop. <laughs> a spear drop. Well, Damn, after that, he actually stabs a spear into the ground. Damn, you know no one would believe you either. <laughs> if you if you really got a three way with uh, Brad Pitt, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "Shit, man!" <laughs> All right, round four, guys. Let's do it. You know, man, it could be worse. A woman could cut off your penis while you sleep. Fight Club. Fight Club. Oh, Tyler right. Durden. Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden. <laughs> Fight Club. Tyler Durden. And random fact, this movie came out the same year as The Matrix. Oh, Ooh, 1999 was such a woke year. Says this <laughs> yeah, what a great year for movies. Those are two like movies that define my youth, man. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, nicely done. Tyler Durden, Fight Club. I'm Points. on board this week. Woo! Boing, 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 boing. Throw some dings at you. <laughs> okay. Edward Norton. Oh, <laughs> you're chunking hard, my brother. Yeah. Still good. Alpha. No, I got it. I heard it. It now, came through. Are you guys ready for this? Round five. He's got to like you and then forget you the moment you've left his sight. Ocean's Eleven. Damn. Ooh. Nice. Nice one. Or is that? I have no idea what his character name is. Well, maybe that was Ocean's 12. Isn't that where he's convincing Matt Damon to like be the... Um, yes, but that is Ocean's 11. Oh, okay. okay. Is his name Rusty? Rusty? Yeah, Rusty. Yep. Rusty, bro. You got it. Ding, ding. What about his last name? Wallace. Uh, Starts with an R, too. <laughs> Rusty Trombone? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Rusty Ryan. But it is the scene, Chris, that he is talking to Matt Damon and telling him not to uh, freak out. So that was a pretty, I don't know, that was a pretty, he was a badass in Ocean's Eleven, man. He was just like swagger, dripping. (laughs) All right, here we go, guys. Round six. Might be the last one, but we'll see. Oh, what's in the box? Seven. 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 What's in the fucking box? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Seven. Is is the end scene Kevin Spacey in the field? His name's Mills? Yeah, Detective Mills. That's Detective right, Mills. Yeah, you guys got me on that one, man. But this <laughs> scene, though, like we were talking about earlier, is fucking intense, dude. Yeah, super, yeah, super sad, intense, and yeah, and sad because like the minute uh, Morgan Freeman opens the box and his reaction. Oh yeah, and dude. You don't know, so you're just immediately like, "What the fuck is that? What is in the box?" What's in the box? What is in the box? Out of the box. (laughs) You guys remember that? (laughs) Dick in a box. (laughs) So many box references. So I think all four of you shouted that out. I don't know. Sounds like everybody did, but. I was definitely last, to be honest. Yeah, okay. Yeah, same here. All right, tiebreaker, guys. For everybody, last but not least, I didn't have it set on a certain timestamp, so we're just going to go in. I have too much. I'm going to see that car. Snatch. <laughs> nice, yeah. See that car. Dude, his fucking accent on that, man. He went crazy on that. A gypsy accent, yeah. yeah. You like dags? Yeah. You like <laughs> dags? A friend of mine, he would always, or I worked with, he would always do that thinking it was funny, and I had not seen Snatch yet. <laughs> so he just kept doing it and saying it. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. what are you like, yeah, oh, I don't fun, like funny dicks. man. <laughs> this fucking guy talking about. It. Well, guy likes to see how much naked. I don't know. Doesn't <laughs> <have> me, <Eddie>. <laughs> 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 hey, guy likes to see how much naked. 
Well done, gentlemen. That concludes the movie quote game. All right, guys. That was a great edition of uh, Two Second Tunes, the quotes edition. I think this would be a good time to transition it over to things that we're digging on. Steve, I think you said you might have something. Uh, that's right. just happens to be uh, connected to Brad Pitt. My fiance knows that I am big Tarantino fan. And she was at a bookstore in Kyoto and she bought me a book, which happens to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But this is a novelization after the fact. And so it's not just a rehash of the movie, but you're going deeper into these characters, including basically like a director's cut, if you will, of these uh, these characters. And there's a lot of film history in it. Uh, it's funny. I read the parts as these characters and awesome. it makes the book just 10 times better. Damn, that's cool. That's cool. That sounds actually pretty awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. So so about how long after, you know, because the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you see Cliff and you see you see Rick, you see Cliff, you know, he's in the ambulance, he's sending him off. So about how far after that does this book take place? So it actually starts before the movie and then it leads through the movie as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I haven't finished it, but uh, you get all kinds of background information on Cliff and it has some scenes talking about you know remember with his wife there's that stuff yeah. was coming up, up in the air i'm wondering now if that because they left it very up in the air if i wonder if the book will kind of uh, i'm curious if it'll if it'll dive deeper into that situation because it made you wonder yeah it did yeah you'll have to tell us more about it man that actually sounds it makes you want to read a book how many books have they made after the movie came out so you know you always read a movie a book that was turned into a movie but how many like movies were so good that they decided to make a book but it's like a director's cut behind the scenes Right. I think what would be cool, because we all know Tarantino is supposed to do 10 movies. He said he's done after his 10th movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was his ninth movie. So he has one more left. What if he went into like writing books and just expanding on his movies, like expanding on Kill Bill, expanding on Pulp Fiction, expanding on Django Unchained? Like how cool would that be, man? Like he, I think that's like a goldmine for him because he's, as we all know, such a great storyteller. His dialogue is very witty i'm sure that is apparent in his books too as well so yeah tarantino if you want to get into the book game man i'll hop on board dude steven (laughs) do you know is is quentin tarantino credited in the book as like a writer no he is Oh, he is the writer. This is, this oh, okay. is his book. Yeah. Yeah. So he is the writer of this. So it's cool. Man. Okay. Imagine so, if he did a, not a spinoff, but like a book of a continuation of Kill Bill. I would, that would, it would be good as well. He has two books right now in the, in the works. One is like a review movie review book. And another one I think he said is a, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Oh, very oh, cool. Nice. nice. All right. Fuck yeah. Do you guys, I have to ask after Fig brought it up, do you think after he releases his 10th film, he will just hang it up forever? Or do you think maybe he'll go on a hiatus and then I just feel like a guy like that would that many ideas and so prolific would just want to come back like maybe take a break and then be like I, I can't stay away like I, I have to get these ideas out into the world I mean it'd be cool if he left and waited you know five five or ten years even though that sounds way too long but it'd be epic if he's like kill bill three <laughs> no I don't know I honestly think if he did come back he would wait longer like I could imagine I mean Tarantino's probably what in his 50s too as well mm-hmm. like I could see a good 10 to 15 years he's out of the game 10th movie came out and then just like maybe he just knows you know his time's running short on this earth and he's probably like you know what one last fucking one and you know people would fucking like oh yeah lose dude. their shit because like oh enough, for like, sure a bonus movie but 
from the interviews I've heard from him, he's like dead set on no 10. That's it. No budging. Everyone's like, but you're so fucking good. Like why? He's just like, no, I want to go out on top. So that is yeah, true. Just, yeah. And your legacy when it's, you know, like flawless. Floyd leave the, the people, leave the people yeah, wanting more. Yeah. He said all these directors just continue to make movies in old age and, and they suck. He says they're shit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, what if, what if then doesn't the pressure kind of build up a little bit where it's like, okay, now your 10th one's better be fucking good, bro. And he's like, what if it sucks? Then he'd be like, fuck, dude, I can't. I can't. Well, he, <laughs> yeah, well, he yeah. said, because, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, such a great film. He's like, fuck, I almost wish I would have just ended on this one. He's like, because he did mention that. It's like, now I have to make sure my 10th one leaves a good taste in people's mouths, which it's Tarantino, man. I, I, I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure it will. I mean, yes, it will. I saw uh, he was uh, talking about that on Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan's like, well, technically he's like, can't you count Kill Bill volume one and two as one movie and like <laughs> all these other films? Technically, yes. Yeah. Have there been any whisperings of what his final film may be? Or There was a lot of talk before of him doing like a Star Trek movie, but uh, that I hope that's not. probably just rumors. He just yeah. kind of goofing on it. That'd be cool, but not for his 10th movie. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I want something original. That would leave people divided for sure, man. Like Star Trek? What? <laughs> like, do you guys have anything in mind that you'd want to see? Like, if he did like a medieval style movie, you think that would work? Or I want like a in between Kill Bill and Inglorious Bastards. Like mix those two together, and that would probably be some. Crazy I feel shit. like he's he's just such a good fucking storyteller in his movies, man. Like it's always so sick. At any one of his films, you can turn on, and from the beginning all the way to the end, I've always been really invested in all the characters. I'm just trying I to know. think. I mean, he has a lot of he touched on a lot of genres. I threw out medieval just because he's not done something like that. I don't think he'd ever do something like that but <laughs> what if he did like a pirates type of movie <laughs> i bet you it would be dope as fuck man yeah cool i do want like a badass pirate movie to come out though just put that on the side <laughs> it's been a while it's been has a while had, since there was a badass one has he done a sci-fi movie at all a futuristic movie i mean if, I wonder it's not, if he could like bring his style to that somehow i don't that, know how he would but that'd be pretty cool that would be really cool man oh yeah man who knows post post apocalyptic style oh yeah you know like him doing like a i don't want to say uh what is that fucking movie man bad max uh, you know, yeah. like, dude, like he might actually be able to do a really cool version of something like that shit yeah that'd be kind of cool you know dude i really yeah i really liked that mad max movie that was good like sin city or something dude that was one of the rare movies that i went and saw in theaters twice because it was just such a awesome experience in a movie theater with this the sound it's like, and the it's like going on a it was like going on a ride man for sh- like as yeah. soon as the movie started oh, it was instantly just action yeah all right fellas on that note great fucking talk and great fucking pod but until next time later days my friends peace and chicken grease y'all catch you on the flip my guys good pod we'll see you next time take care